Welcome to Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Lindsay Cuomo, and today I'm joined with Kristen Holland, Global Engagement lead Site Leader for Boeing, to talk about STEAM careers and our upcoming virtual Geekapalooza STEAM Festival, where her company has a really fun workshop planned. Welcome, Kristen. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Before we get started, I'd like to tell our listeners a little bit more about you, Kristen. In her role at Boeing as their global engagement site leader in Colorado, Oklahoma, and Utah, she manages the company's community relations strategy, including charitable giving, employee community engagement, and prior to joining Boeing, she worked with the public affairs for Cox Communications and served as the program manager for the Oklahoma Center for Nonprofits. Kristen graduated with an MBA from the Oklahoma City University in 2018 and earned her Bachelor from Arts in, from, in History from the University of Oklahoma in 2011. Kristen is a wife and mom to two sons, and she is, when she isn't busy working or chasing after her kids, she spends her time writing about motherhood at A Humble Mother and curating content for A Mom Who Works. So Kristen, your educational background isn't in science or technology, but you work in a STEAM field, which goes to show that the industry is so broad and open to so many. Did you see yourself working in a STEAM career? No, uh, never. <laughs> I, uh, my plan was always to uh, go to law school. Um, I studied history in college, as you mentioned, and really thought that law school was going to be a part of, of my path. I'm actually married to an attorney now, so um, was able to weave that into my family in some capacity. Um, but I, you know, graduated from college and knew that I wanted to work a little bit before I decided, uh, you know, on what my career path was going to look like. And uh, so when you're graduating with a history degree and you're not going to grad school, you're left kind of wondering what your next step is going to be. And my mom actually worked for a nonprofit and said, you know, Kristen, this is a really great way to get your feet wet, to see, you know, what is out there. Nonprofits tend to be very kind of lean and mean and you get to wear a lot of different hats. And so uh, my first job out of college was with a nonprofit and um, I did not know that community relations, corporate community relations was even a job. Um, I didn't know that you could get paid to, to give out a company's uh, resources to other nonprofit organizations. So when I figured out that that was a, a potential career path, um, I, I knew that that was going to be a part of kind of my 10-year plan. And um, so working at Cox Communications, they did a lot in STEM as well. Um, and so that was kind of my first foray into the STEM world was, was that role at Cox. Um, at Boeing, though, being an engineering and, and uh, manufacturing company, that's taken it to a whole other level. And I would say that um, there are still days when I am working with our engineers that um, I fumble over my words or I have to ask them to explain something because I don't have that. Um, STEM kind of formal education, but 
what I've also learned from working for an engineering company is that um, so much of what you you learn in STEM and, and what is required in STEM career paths is uh, you learn through kind of hands-on absorption. Um, and so just that daily exposure to um, the work that they're doing, I, I feel like I've picked up so much. I certainly feel like I am better equipped now if my sons choose, uh, you know, that they want to pursue science or engineering or math. I feel much more comfortable with the idea that um, I can I can help them in that. And and I would also say, you know, I have my MBA, and that's a great pathway to work for a company like Boeing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we employ doctors at Boeing. Uh, we have business majors that come and work at Boeing. Uh, human re- relations are, are necessary. Um, so there's all kinds of pathways to get to a company like Boeing. That's a really cool um, roundabout way that you got into. And I love that you kind of had a lot of stops on the way. Um, and it's really cool that, you know, your picture of what you thought you were going to be didn't take quite the same path. Um, I always, going through high school, felt like I had to know right away what I was going to be when I grow up. And you know what? I kind of, I'm grown up and I still kind of don't know. (laughs) And I feel like I can reinvent myself. So I I love that you painted that picture for kids and that you can change along the way. So that's really Totally agree. Totally agree. I I have realized along the way that it is, um, I'm much better off figuring out what are the qualities in a job that I like, like what are the things that really light me up and get me excited to go to work in the morning, because those characteristics and qualities can exist in a lot of different jobs. Um, And so if you focus more on that versus the exact title of the position, um, it puts you in a position to be able to say yes to lots of really cool opportunities and um, your career path can just go in a, a whole lot of different directions. So that is great advice. Well, for kids who are interested in STEAM, um, what are some programs or activities you'd encourage them to explore um, for that interest? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that uh, hands-on learning is key. Um, you know, and I, I think to myself all the time, man, if I had been taught science and math, the way that they are teaching science and math now, maybe my career path would have really looked different. Um, Because, you know, when I was in school, it was just textbooks. Um, And now, you know, we've we've come to really understand that the key is hands-on learning. And so um, really anything that is kind of project-based learning, and that, that can be hard for kids. Yeah. Um, I, my son is five and even things like, um, he just got a new Lego set and he wants to follow the instructions that come in the Lego kit. Right. And he wants to know step-by-step, step, this is how I build this. And, uh, what you find out in engineering is that there are lots of different ways to build something. Um, and you know, there's not always a set of instructions to follow. So really activities like Legos, um, you know, starting with your youngest kids, but teaching them how to use their imagination to design things, how to test it, 
Um, if you, um, you know, if you change this little part of the, the structure, is it more stable? Um, so, so that hands-on learning is really critical. Um, we've got uh, stomp rockets at my house right now. And so that's a, a fun one as you're kind of introducing forces of flight and figuring out, you know, if you change the angle of the rocket, does it go faster? Does it go farther? How does pressure affect the rocket? Um, and then I would say, um, I have to give a plug for the resources that Boeing has available. We have our Future You program. It's a partnership with Discovery Education that we developed. And if you go to www.boeingfutureyou.com, um, there are tons of ready to go STEM activities using super simple household materials um, that people will have on hand that walk you through that process of kind of hands-on design challenge based learning that that really encourage kids to um, find their own way to a design and and be able to to test it and um, redesign and and that's that's the foundation of a career in engineering is that design process um, uh, the testing process and and really creativity is so key to being successful in steam careers so um, those hands-on opportunities are just critical that's great and I'll be sure to link that um, that resource there so people can easily access that because I know as a parent um, these are resources that I'm looking for. You know, I want to give my kids those opportunities where we can kind of throw those instructions to the side and uh, let them just have fun and learn. So that's great. I love that. So, you know, looking towards the industry, um, the STEM careers and STEAM careers tend to be uh, more male dominated. So I'm curious, you know, why do you think it's so important for women and girls considering STEAM careers um, to explore these type of projects? You know, kind of explain what it looks like in your workforce and um, why it would be important for more women and girls to get involved. Yeah, we, we know that there are a shortage of women, particularly in engineering. And then when you drill down even further into aerospace engineering, like we do at Boeing, um, the shortage is pronounced. I'm happy to say that here in Oklahoma City, we have um, a wonderful uh, female-driven workforce. Um, and, and I'm proud of the diversity that we have at Boeing in Oklahoma City. Um, but you, you heard me mention that, um, you know, creativity and imagination and how important those are to engineering, uh, and women bring that to the table in ways that, um, sometimes our, our male counterparts are not as, as suited for, but, um, women are, are creative. They bring different ideas. We also have a different approach to leadership. So much of what we do in engineering is um, team-based, and women are excellent at leading teams. We bring empathy to the table, um, and, and so I just see so many, we have a, a lot of um, women in management roles right now that are leading teams so successfully because that they bring that creativity, they bring that empathy, they encourage that um, teamwork 
across um, the people that they're managing. And we need more of that in engineering. Um, it just, it starts early, right? Um, so we know that, that girls, uh, if they're not really engaged in STEM by like second grade, um, it's hard to get them uh, to stay involved and, and to commit to that STEM career pathway. And so if you're a parent of a young girl and you think you might see a spark of, of interest, uh, you've got to fan the flame. I mean, you've just got to really encourage them to stick with it and find those opportunities um, and find role models for them because we know that um, to be something, you have to see it first. And so young girls need to see women, successful women in engineering roles to, to know and, and feel confident that they can do it too. That's great, absolutely. For for diverse solutions, we need diverse minds. So I love that. Um, that's a great inspiration, and um, it is important to see people like you to give you that idea that you can do it. So that's really cool. Um, do you have any advice for girls? And you know, who who would be a good role model? Where to look? How do you find those resources for young girls? Yeah, I mean, I think right here at Boeing, I, I um, there's there's lots of great resources, but um, you know, we try to make sure that our women engineers here in Oklahoma City are serving in mentorship opportunities. Um, but there's also lots of school-based programs, so um, programs like First Robotics or Raspberry Pi. Um, there's lots of STEM-based school organizations, and so, um, and, and a lot of times those school kind of clubs or organizations will partner with industry partners like Boeing, um, so we'll send a guest speaker out to work with them. Um, we will, they'll partner with some of the universities, so university students can come and, and work with those girls. And then, of course, um, can't, you know, be talking about um, girls in STEM without mentioning the Girl Scouts. I mean, that's just such a, an important opportunity and the work that the Girl Scouts are doing to, um, to, to give those girls those opportunities is, is so important. And Girl Scouts is great about making sure that, that those mentors are there. We work so closely with them. Um, we were supposed to have our engineers in schools like twice a week uh, in the spring and then uh, COVID happened. So, so that did not uh, pan out, but we're looking forward to when our women engineers can get back into the schools and, and start meeting with Girl Scouts and students again so that they do have those opportunities to see um, successful women in STEM careers. Yeah, we've partnered with Girl Scouts for uh, two Geekapaloozas, and we're really excited to do our third. This will be our first virtual one, so we're changing things up this year. Um, give us a teaser about what families can expect out of Boeing's presentation at Geekapalooza this year. We're super excited. We have five of our female engineers who are going to be participating in our workshop. Um, for kids who maybe have gotten in trouble for building and flying paper airplane, paper, I can't talk, paper airplanes in uh, their classrooms, they should come to our workshop because it is going to be 
um, not only acceptable, but highly encouraged to build and fly those paper airplanes all across the house as they're tuning in virtually. So um, we're, we're just really excited. Um, we're going to try to make it interactive so that if families have questions for our engineers, that they have the opportunity to ask those questions. And, um, you know, we, we miss the in-person Geekapalooza for sure, but we're really, really excited about all of the opportunities that we're going to have, maybe to reach even more families by making this available virtually. So um, definitely join our workshop. I think it's November 9th at 4 p.m. is, is when Boeing is hosting its work, workshop. So we're, we're really excited. We are too. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kristen. You have certainly got me and I'm sure all of our excited, our listeners excited for our upcoming virtual Geekapalooza Steam Festival, which is coming up November 8th through the 13th. And we will include a link in this podcast so families can easily get signed up. It's just $12 a family and you get to enjoy 10 workshops on all aspects, all aspects of Steam. So thanks for watching us and join us next time on our Raising, Raising OKC Kids.